when we're constantly looking outwards and thinking that this person needs to have everything, we got to just even take a look at ourselves and realize that like, okay, not everyone's going to have everything, but take a look at yourself. Do I have what I'm looking for other people? Because uh, the person that is going to have all of that or a lot of that is going to look for someone that is also a whatever you're going to call it, but a high quality person, person that meets all of those boxes. Welcome to Intentional Living with Hattusa. On this podcast, I cover topics on self-development. So how to have a better mindset, how to feel better, and most importantly, how to create a fulfilling life for yourself. Now, if you want to see these episodes on video and actually see my face, you can search up Intentional Living with Hattusa on YouTube as well. Hey guys, just quick before we get started, this is a new podcast and I would love to really have it grow and reach more people and have a bigger audience. So if you are really enjoying these episodes, please give me a review and share it to your Instagram stories. If you find it valuable, it would really just help me out a lot. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome back. In this episode, we are going to be talking about how to have complete power and control in your relationships and how to feel amazing in your relationships if you choose to if that's what you want I'm going to show you how so before I got into the self-development work I used to try to always control my partners in my relationship and trying to get them to behave in a way that I thought was the right way of behaving right way of acting or living for them to do things the way that I wanted them to then that would make me feel safer or that would make me feel loved or that would make me feel um, good in the relationship so if the person was not behaving in the way that I wanted them to then I would be like getting annoyed at them getting really resentful as upsetting as it is we cannot control other people and we cannot make them do the things that we want them to do and in order to really create control and power within your relationship and not have resentment in your relationships there is a different way that you can go about this and it is going to be a lot more peaceful internally you do not need to change other people for you to be happy you do not need to force them to do the things that you want them to do and they can be themselves and you can be yourself as well. So this is what it's going to look like in your life if you do not have power in your relationships. You're going to feel resentful in your relationships. You're going to feel like people are walking all over you. You're going to feel like your needs are not being met. You're going to feel like people are taking advantage of you. You're going to feel like you're sacrificing your needs. You're going to feel like your boundaries are being violated. You might even feel like people are not respecting you or they're taking advantage advantage of you so in all these situations this you are like the victim here and the other person is doing something to you this is where a lot of people lose their power is they go into this victim mentality of someone is doing something to me so if I am the victim then there must be a perpetrator and the perpetrator is the other person that we are in a relationship with so if you find yourself you're constantly like using these terminologies you're constantly feeling like the victim then you are going into this victim mentality and I'm going to show you why that's not really going to serve you. But what's also interesting is that we often do not see ourselves as the perpetrator. We are always seeing like other people are doing wrong things, but when we do something wrong, then that was just a mistake or we had the right intentions or we're not bad people. So we kind of disregard the stuff that we do wrong, but then we highlight the things other people do wrong and we think 
think that they're doing something to me. So when you're in a victim mentality in your relationships, there are pros and cons to it. The pros are that you don't actually have to take responsibility because it's not your fault. And you can even have your friends and family agree with you that it's not your fault and you can even feel better because it's that person that is wrong. It's that person that um, is wrong, is a bad person, and it's not me. But the con to this is that you don't have the power to make change within your relationships if they have all the power. If you are the victim, they're the perpetrator, you don't have the power to create change. You don't have the power to feel happier in your relationships. Now, there's another way to go about this. The other way is emotional maturity. Emotional maturity is to really take ownership and responsibility that I feel this way because of me. I feel this way because of my own thinking. I feel resentful because of my own thinking. Maybe I haven't told the other person what I want and what I don't want. Maybe I haven't given them feedback. Maybe I haven't set boundaries and actually follow through on those boundaries. Maybe I have certain things that are non-negotiables that I'm compromising on. And that's causing me a lot of negative emotions and realizing that like, I'm also not perfect, that I make mistakes too. I have flaws too. And you can't, I can't expect other people to be perfect. So the pros of having emotional maturity in your relationship is that you get to, you actually have the power to create the change within your relationships and you have the power to feel happy whenever you want within your relationships. You have the power over your emotional well-being. You have the power to feel amazing if you wanted to but the con of this is that you start realizing that your relationship's not working is your own fault now I want to give you five tips that has really helped me create a lot of uh, internal peace when it comes to my relationships and not have this be this constant like friction tug of war constant like trying to get people to do what I want them to do and them not following through on it and me getting really upset about it because we cannot actually control people no matter how hard we try and probably the harder we try the more we'll drive people away or make ourselves and everyone else crazy but I want to show you a different way that you can go about this to really have this peace in your relationships and to feel a lot better within your relationships and have a lot more control so my first tip is to allow others to be themselves we are all mostly adults and We can do whatever we want in life. We do not need other people telling us what to do. And everyone has that right to do what they want. What I think would be a right way of living, right way of doing something, right way of acting and behaving and reacting, it's not going to be the same as someone else's viewpoint of life, how they think they should be living. It's all really based on our perception of what life should be like how people should behave but that doesn't mean that there's actually a right way of living or a right way of doing things when I would need my partner to be constantly like productive all the time that only just came from my internal belief of what I had to work through thinking that I need to be a high achiever I need to be really productive or I'm not really worthy realizing that I just had a limiting belief about myself and my own self-worth but I would just project that onto other people and try to have them live the right way but there is actually no right way of living so you want to allow other people that you are in relationships with to 
be themselves and act like themselves and react and take actions the way that they want to do things but what you got to realize is that even if you want to give people feedback or if you want to help them in life and help them progress forward or whatever you're trying to kind of help change their behavior realizing that you cannot ever actually forcibly change someone else's behavior whenever you will give someone feedback that they don't actually have to take you up on that feedback just because you think that this is right or wrong and even when you start setting boundaries in your life um, you gotta allow people to react however the way they want and to feel however way they want about those boundaries you can't just like set boundaries and not expect anyone to be upset by it or want them to feel really amazing about it and love it as well boundaries are just put into place so that you can not feel resentment in your relationships and that you can have a loving relationship moving forward but the other person is allowed to act however way and react however way they want when it comes to the boundary so my second tip in actually having control and power in your relationships is to have a list of your non-negotiables so your non-negotiables are things that you would break off the relationship if they are not being met so you are willing to break up um, with your significant other you're willing to end a friendship or a relationship with your family member if they do not meet this non-negotiable so some people's non-negotiables might be um, loyalty like not cheating on them some people's non-negotiables might be honesty whatever that non-negotiable is you can navigate around like if someone makes a mistake or lies to you okay i'm not gonna break up over just that one lie but realizing that like hey these are my non-negotiables these are the things that are really important to me and if i keep compromising and if i keep um feel being like oh it's okay like maybe it's fine that i don't get this thing from this relationship then you're not going to feel amazing about the relationship and there's always going to be something that is kind of nagging at you now the third thing is your wants in the relationship now your wants are things that you are willing to negotiate on you're willing to compromise on the other person does not need to meet every single want that you have but if they meet majority of it or if they meet enough of it then you would probably want to stay with them now no one's going to be perfect and no one's going to have every single thing that you would want a dreamy person to have but what you got to realize is that sometimes okay yeah you do need to compromise on things because they're but people are not perfect no relationship is going to be perfect and as long as it's not one of your non-negotiables then you can compromise on it and you can focus on the good things that the person has so when it comes to your list of wants if you are thinking like the person that i want to be with they need to be really fit and they need to be really romantic and they need to have this like amazing career and be a really high achiever and be making lots of money and they need to be like six foot five and they need to be um really just like jacked and whatever criteria you have for the person you want to be with realize that like hey do i actually meet my own criteria that i've set out my own list of wants because if i'm trying to look for like this person that has all these things that are perfect about them like do i have a really amazing body do i have like am i really fit am i really healthy am i really romantic am i um like a high achiever and making lots of money when we're constantly looking outwards and thinking that this person needs to have everything we gotta just even take a look at ourselves and realize that like 
okay, not everyone's going to have everything, but take a look at yourself. Do I have what I'm looking for other people? Because uh, the person that is going to have all of that or a lot of that is going to look for someone that is also a, whatever you're going to call it, but a high quality person, person that meets all of those boxes. So my fourth tip, and it's a very important one, is to create boundaries within your relationships. Boundaries are a beautiful thing to really prevent resentment in relationships and to really build a healthy, honest, true relationship with the people in your life. So when it comes to boundaries, this is when people come to your personal space, when they are interacting with you, your time, your money, yourself as a person it's not so that you can control how other people behave but rather when people come into your space you're telling them the rules that you're comfortable with so boundaries are not meant for a tool to control other people but rather like i will take this action if you do this so the person can keep continuing their behavior and you can't be mad at them for continuing their behavior. All you would need to do is follow up on the action that you said you were going to do. Let's say you have a relationship with someone, a friend, family member, and you do not want to talk about your boyfriend to them. And every time that they bring it up, they lecture you about it. So you can really tell them that, hey, I really want us to have a strong, healthy relationship and I really care about you. So... I want to put this boundary in place in order for us to have a good relationship. I do not enjoy if you talk about my boyfriend. And if you do talk about my boyfriend, then I'm just going to remind you of the boundary. And if you still keep talking about them, then I'm just going to leave. So this is how boundary is. It doesn't mean that the person can't do the behavior that they were doing and you getting mad at them for violating your boundaries because it's not about that. It's about, hey, I'm going to take this action and it's up to me to follow up on the action that I said I was going to do. Realizing that, again, people are adults, they can behave however they want, they don't have to follow your boundaries, but what you have to do is follow your own boundaries and follow on the actions that you said you were going to do. You can't be wishy-washy on them, you gotta know what the consequences are, what the actions are, and you need to follow up on it every single time and be stern in it. And what you wanna do is really consider the price of boundaries. Like if you say that, the next time you talk about him, I'm just not going to hang out with you anymore and our relationship's going to be over. Realize that if that person does not actually follow that boundary and if they do that behavior again, you, the price of it, the cost of it is your relationship. So I don't think you should just put boundaries when you're feeling angry or when you're trying to control the other person or threaten the other person because that's when you actually have to follow up on the action that you say you're going to do and that might be a price that you're not willing to pay. My fifth tip is to take complete responsibility over your emotions. So this means that whenever you're feeling amazing about the other person, your partner, um, your family member, you're feeling loving, you're feeling just like all the amazing positive emotions, realize that that is just your own thinking and perception of that person of that relationship that doesn't mean that the other person is making you feel loved but you are making yourself feel loving because you are in control of your emotions and it's just your own perception of the situation your perception of the relationship of that person that's making you feel loving on the other side of it when you whenever you feel angry resentful hatred 
whatever negative emotions you're feeling that is also your own perception and thinking of the relationship of that person of the situation so you are responsible for that and my sixth tip it's a bonus tip is to tell the other person what you want people are not mind readers especially if you are a woman and the other person you're in a relationship is a guy after reading the book men are from mars and women are from venus which is an amazing relationship book it shows you all the different ways that uh, guys and girls communicate like you could say the exact same thing to a guy they will make it mean something different than what you are actually saying and the other way around as well so when we realize that we have different vocabularies we're making things mean different things we have different values in life we have different things that are important to us there's also so much miscommunication that happens from what you're thinking and what you actually say and what the other person hears and what they actually perceive that sentence to be so when you realize that there's so much room for miscommunication and there is so much of our own biases our own world perceptions our own values and beliefs that kind of jumble up that actual message that comes across and our intentions it is already so hard to get your message out there without all the ways that it could be misinterpreted all the ways that it could be taken the wrong way the easiest thing that you can do is to tell the other person what you want instead of having them be mind readers, having them guess, like, hey, I actually want you to do this thing for my birthday, instead of waiting till your birthday to be surprised and not getting like flowers and chocolate and whatever thing you were expecting when you never told the other person what you wanted. It's like expecting other people to be mind readers or as Burke Castillo says, um, having like a manual for people where you expect them to behave in certain ways, but you never actually communicate what you want from them what you want them to do what you want in your relationships so if you want flowers tell the person you want flowers if you want to go on more dates tell the other person hey can you take me on more dates not like oh we never go on dates and like start blaming them but like hey this is what i want you can even tell the other person how you want them to respond when you share your feelings or when you tell them something because men and women respond in different ways your significant other might think that they're being helpful after you share something hard or personal for you and you might not think that that's being helpful so even tell them and guide them like hey this is what I want you to do I just want you to listen I don't want you to give me advice after I share my like really hard emotions with you and how I feel about the situation I want you to tell me that you love me and that you appreciate me coming to you and talking to you whatever response that you want and you start guiding the other person in what you expect of them rather than having them be mind readers. So these are the six tips in feeling amazing in your relationships and having complete power. The first one is to allow people to be themselves. The second one is having your list of non-negotiables. Third one is having your list of wants. Fourth one is setting boundaries and following through with them. The fifth one is taking complete responsibility over your emotions within the relationship. And the sixth one is to tell the person what you want and not expect them to be a mind reader. Thank you so much for spending the time with me today. And I hope you got some value out of the lessons that I learned within my own relationships. If you have any questions or if you want to talk about anything when it comes to relationships or anything that we talked about in this episode today, 
today. You can either put your questions down in the comments or you can message me on Instagram. It's going to be at Coach Atusa. That's C-O-A-C-H-A-T-O-O-S-A. And I will answer all your questions there as well. I will talk to you guys next week with another episode. Bye.